Because of the way the universe is created, we each of us live in two worlds at the same time. We have to live in the outer life of our own bodies and the inner life of our own souls. Hello and welcome to Living in the Inner Life. I'm your host, Chris Sheridan. Join me on a journey of discovery and exploration into our inner life, this interior existence that we have, our consciousness, levels of awareness, states of being. Because yes, we do live two lives. We have an outer life with all the people and places and things going on out there. Ah, And then we have a very rich, very vast, infinite inner life with our imagination, our intuition, dreams, hopes, fears, beliefs, experiences, all kinds of things. There's going to be no end to the amount of things we can talk about on the inner life because it goes on all the time. Whether we're busy in our outer lives or not, even when we're asleep, our inner life is still very active. And it is my belief, after studying consciousness and psychology and philosophy for many decades, that it is the inner towards the outer uh, is the best way to approach life. If you want to change things in your outer world, it's much better, much stronger, and much more doable to work from the inside out. Because what we change inside, and actually how we operate inside, whether we change it or not, it will determine... It will influence and will very much affect our experience with the outer world, with people and the environment and society, really anything and everything. So the focus is from the inner to the outer, and I'm glad you're joining me today for this podcast. We're going to talk about goals and plans, and this is a follow-up on the last podcast I talked more in general terms and gave some examples about how to clarify a goal, how to really get behind the goal. Why is it? What is the meaning to you to have this goal? And then an action plan to be developed and followed. And as you work the plan that you adapt and sometimes shape it, shift it, mold it, maybe create a new one if you have to along the way to get to the goal, because the plan is not the thing itself. The goal is, the plan is the means, it's the way, it's the route to get to the destination. So today I'm going to talk about this podcast as my goal, and this has been a goal of mine. I've done a podcast before as a co-host, but I've always had the goal to do my own podcast, and I'm doing a solo podcast. I may eventually have guests on here. This is very early on in my own podcast. I think this is episode five, and I plan on doing quite a bit more. But I want to share with you about what's behind that, what my goals are. First of all, uh, in general, being a podcaster, having a podcast, developing and growing a podcast, and then more specific, why this podcast? Why living the inner life? What is it that I have to bring to the table and what those goals are and the plans and processes, the steps I need to do to carry that out. Okay, so first of all, a podcast. Yes, I want to have a podcast. I do. You're listening to it now. That is proof of that. And I want to have 
two podcasts a week. I like this solo format. I have been a co-host where it was more of a phone-in, very conversational, which I enjoyed that too. Uh, But for this phase, I want this one to at least start out being a solo podcast because there are ways in which I want to improve my speaking ability. I want to be able to talk for 22 minutes on a subject without wavering too far off on a tangent, uh, without trying to put forth too much information to overload it with the kitchen sink, stay on topic, stay on track, have clear examples of what I'm talking about, and follow it up with a call to action, follow it up with what can be done about this. Okay, I don't want to just sit here and give you advice, even if it's golden advice, even if it's the wisdom of the ages, I want something playable. I want everyone to leave the podcast with a takeaway, either something I said or and or something to do. Okay, I want to have actionable tasks or steps or something that you can do to try that relates to the topic and try to incorporate because consciousness is really a muscle. It's like working out your body. It's like maybe building something with your hands if you're going to construct something. It is something you have to do, okay? Nobody can lift the weights for you. Nobody can eat your food for you. And nobody can grow and develop your inner life for you. You're not going to get it from somebody. You're not going to get it from a book. You're not going to get it from me. But what you are going to get from me is what I've learned and what I've experienced, how I've applied some of these things, and then show you and share with you what specific, tangible, practical things are that you can do to incorporate them and practice these concepts in your life. Okay, so as I said, I want to do a solo podcast. That is it. I am the host. I am the guest. I am the single solitary speaker right now. I eventually want to bring in people to interview. Uh, I would like to do maybe Zoom calls, maybe a live stream. We'll see how this goes, but this is like a process of discovery. I plan on having 100 podcasts by the end of this year, 2023. That would work out to about two a week. And as I go, I guess I'm shifting a little bit more towards uh, the plan. The plan is to have 100 podcasts this year two a week. And the first month, I want to just get it out like I'm doing right now. Not analyze it too much, not judge it too harshly if I listen back, but just get in the flow of doing it. And at the end of this month, then do a review and see where my strong points are, where the weak points are, things I need to change and how to go about changing them. And really work and develop the format, which will be going on this whole time, this whole year, and probably indefinitely if it continues on um, beyond that, but hopefully before too long, get an idea, or more than an idea, get an actual format that I can follow. And then each episode, I can bring in whatever the concept is or idea, and then apply it to this format or this template and fill it in with the things that are specific to that 
And that way it's a consistent kind of a show. All right. I'll know what I'm doing. You'll kind of know what to expect. And I'm only going to bite off so much. I like this 22 minute format. That's about what a sitcom is. If you take the commercials out, they're about 22 minutes long. That's long enough to really get something across and develop an idea. It's not so long that it would be easy to get off on some tangent or maybe lose the train of thought. Uh, it's not so long that I could really put too much stuff in it and try to cover too much ground. So there's only going to be so much I can bite off at one time and share with you. Now, if I need to go further, if I need to expand on an idea, just like this podcast sort of expands or maybe goes deeper into what I talked about on the last podcast about goals and plans. This is a little more specific. My goal, my plan for this particular podcast. And hopefully the idea with that is in sharing something very specific, perhaps personal, you may not follow the thing that I'm doing. Of course, you have your own to work on, but it may give you an example that you can come up with your own ideas for your own whether it's a podcast or anything that you want to do in your goal setting and plan making and following those through, that through this process, you might learn something that you could apply to yours, okay, in your life. And that's really what this is all about. And so as I go on, I want to, as I said, develop and further refine this format, find what works, find what doesn't work. I may find in the process of doing this that I really do need a guest and have interviews. Maybe one of the two each week would be an interview call. Maybe I need to really add a lot of video or graphic elements because I am videotaping this now. If you're just listening to it on a podcast, just the audio, uh, it's in my research with podcasting and my choice to do a podcast instead of a YouTube channel or something like that or a book, or a class, or a course, online course, is that I think I can cover as much ground as possible. I love, I like the format. I listen to podcasts myself, so it just made a lot of sense for a lot of the right reasons, but it doesn't mean I have to stop there. I may move on to live streaming uh, as time goes on. We'll see what opens up, but for right now, solo 22-minute podcast, really hone this format in get this template, the episodes consistent. And as I grow as a podcaster, as well as growing the podcast itself, I want to promote and at some point monetize and maybe repurpose. That's one of the reasons why I chose to do a podcast is that I can transcribe the text of what I'm saying and what I'm speaking and maybe that could be pulled together as a chapter for a book later on, or a blog post. I might be able to take part of what I said or a condensed version of a 22 minute podcast. And maybe that's a five or 600 word blog post that I can also use any way to get what it is that I have to share out there. I think the podcast can do the most or at least be the raw material for do, doing many more things with it. So that's my goal, to have a podcast and to grow it. And I want the podcast because it seems like the right format. It's something I enjoy. It's something I listen to. 
uh, you can reach a lot of people, um, or at least reach enough people uh, that the right people, the right people seeking uh, for something like this will be able to find me. And if it resonates, then you can subscribe and continue to listen. And the plan is to do two a week, initially starting off to just get the format, just get myself comfortable with doing it, reevaluate as I go, refine it, and have hopefully a successful podcast. All right. So that's in general what my goal is, why I want this goal, and the steps in the plan to achieve that goal. But this would probably be true with just about any podcast, okay? Uh, regardless of what the format is or what the topic is or the content. So I want to shift now to that. I want to talk about my goals for this podcast, Living the Inner Life. Why I chose to do this inner life as a topic, as the main concept behind the whole thing. And then what the steps are in the plan to achieve that with this specific material, this particular podcast, and the content that I want to share. So my goal is to take everything that I've learned up to this point and to continue because I'm not going to stop learning and growing, but everything I've learned so far in the field of consciousness, which includes philosophy, um, psychology. I have a master's degree in transformational psychology because what I'm really interested in about the mind, the life of the mind, the inner life, consciousness, things on a soul level, your interior experience, this vast infinite within, is that I, A, I find it very, very interesting, and I've dedicated a large part of my academic and professional life towards this end. I have studied some of the greatest teachers and speakers and authors, mystics, whether it's from science or religion or philosophy, regardless of the discipline. And I've come up with some either conclusions or at least realizations that I want to share. I think I can take everything that I've gathered and then organize it into digestible pieces, little chunks, nuggets of wisdom that I can share in a very practical way. Now, I've also had people tell me over time that, oh, well, that's kind of an interesting way to put that, or, hmm, I never really thought of it that way. So it's not just the material. Some of that is me as a communicator, me as a teacher. I have a background in teaching. I have a, actually a family history. I come from a family of teachers. So it's a very natural thing for me. I think it's a natural thing for a lot of people to want to share uh, what it is you've learned, especially if you found it useful or engaging or enlightening in some way. So I want to share what I've learned, but also in the way that I can share it through my voice and through the style. I could talk about something very, very similar, say like dream interpretation. You could look and read dozens of books and each one might 
have a little different way of looking at it or explaining it or a different voice of a speaker or the writing, if it's an author, may vary. And you would choose which one seems to resonate or connect you with the material. All right. So it's not just the material. It's also, it's not just the message, it's the messenger as well. So I'm really working on me as the messenger. I think I have something to share. And one of the reasons why I want to share this with you is beyond just that it's interesting and I have a body of experience with this. I think it's very, very important. I think a lot of the world today is struggling and suffering, which may be true of any age or any era of any day. There's always been troubles in human life. That's part of being an earth creature here on this planet. Uh, It's difficult. It can be very, very difficult. And in reading some older texts and spiritual traditions going way back across different cultures, it seems as though we've lost some of that in our technological world. I'll, I'll use as an example, say, instruments of inquiry like you know, a telescope or a microscope. We become so dependent uh, on these very useful and very powerful tools that allow us to see further and deeper into things. Computers that can crunch numbers much faster than we could as humans. They've really extended our senses as far as what we can take in, what we can observe. But at the same time, I think in becoming too reliant on them, we've lost some of the intuitive and creative aspects of our own minds. Okay, there's a quick example. I broke my hand um, years ago, and I went to the emergency room to get it looked at, and I talked to the doctor, and she says, oh, well, let's get you into x-ray. And I said, well, don't you want to look at it first? And she goes, no, 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 x-rays first. Okay, followed along, got an x-ray. She says, well, there's nothing. The x-rays show that there's nothing wrong with your hand. And then I held it up. And I didn't hold up a fist, but you can see where this knuckle is. If you're looking at it, this knuckle really is out of place, and it still is. I had what's called a boxer's break. It's from punching something. Yes, I was angry and took it out on a countertop. And I lost. Uh, and then I showed it to her. I said, well, what about this? And she goes, oh, yeah, it looks like you broke it. Here's a doctor who, before looking at me, wanted to trust and rely on this artificial imagery before trusting her own eyes and her own experience, which actually ended up being the thing that worked. The x-ray, maybe the angle of it, didn't really show a break, but her eyes were able to see it. But she went to the x-ray first. Now, I think it's probably good to have diagnoses and instruments to, to look into things, but the point I'm trying to make is that I think we've lost some of the real strength of our creative minds, uh, maybe tapping in to energies and wisdom. You've maybe heard of the Akashic records that all the sum total of human experience is somewhere out there in the ether, like the internet, and that if we can tap into it, we have access to this knowledge, knowledge that's been built up over time, throughout time, and even our own intuitive feelings, listening to our gut, following our heart, you know, getting our head in the right place. We have, you can feel something in your bones. There's 
all these ways of knowing, ways of understanding. A lot of them are very mysterious, but I think it's very vitally important that we not throw away our telescopes and microscopes and x-ray machines. That's great. Let's have bigger ones and better ones and stronger ones. But let's not lose what our history, our heritage, our DNA has in store for us about knowledge and wisdom, and that's all about the inner life. So meditative states, states of consciousness, awareness, presence, Sometimes relaxation is the best way to move forward with something. Sometimes you need to actually stop thinking so that the idea can come to you. You know, this is something very important, I think, and I think it's vital that somebody do something about it and I have something to say, something to share. So I'm stepping up to the plate. So that's a big, big reason behind why I am so impelled and compelled to do this. So plan the steps that I need to take. I want to, in this 22-minute format, take something that's of interest. If it's how to overcome stress or how to manage anger or how to think more clearly, how to develop your goals. I want to focus on that. I want to be able to explain things as I understand them in a way that hopefully is entertaining, that is engaging, and ultimately is practical and useful. Again, these things have to be practical, have to be useful. So if it's something like setting a goal and making a plan and following the plan, there are so many books, so many websites, podcasts, YouTube channels on success and motivation and how to write an action plan, to-do lists, there's software that manages your tasks. There's all kinds of things out there. And that's great. I'm not going to compete with that. I don't know if I have too much to add with that. Those techniques are very, very important. But here's the kicker. You may know the techniques. You may write down your task list and you may clarify your goal. Where I come in is how can you stay on track? How can you, when you start out to do something and then you stop after a while. How can you get back into the game? How can you stay in the arena and do what it is that your heart or your body or your mind has told you that this is something I really want to do? Okay. Most of us know what to do. And most of us know how to do it in the sense that what the plan is or what the steps are to be able to reach the goal. Okay. It's all the mushy stuff. Hmm? Your doubts, your fears, fear of failure, fear of success. There could be all kinds of things. You could have mixed feelings about things, and you're going to get mixed results. And that's all taking place in the inner life. No matter how well planned out it is, no matter how clear your goal is, you have to follow the plan. You plan the work and you work the plan. And a lot of the reasons why we get kicked out of our best laid plans don't really have much to do with the outer world or circumstance or somebody else or something beyond our control intervening. Now, we, those things happen, but they don't have to be a deal breaker. 
What happens, though, is often we can use those things as an excuse. See, I tried it. I put out a podcast. I put out 10 episodes and five people listen to it. And it's like, ah, I'm going to give up. Well, if you really want to do a podcast, you got to stay in the game a little bit longer and maybe try another way of doing it. Okay, but I think we have maybe a disconnect between the head and the heart. Okay, we may want to do something and know what to do. But knowing better doesn't always translate into doing better, whether that's exercise goals, dietary goals, study goals, relationship goals, things with your own temperament. You want to reduce your anger. You want to reduce stress. You want to be more positive and creative. You want to have something to look forward to, a reason to get up out of bed in the morning. All these things, okay? That's the inner life. That's kind of the sweet spot in this whole realm of personal improvement, self-help, personal development, transformation that really interests me. And I think I have something to share with that. And I also think there's a, there's room for it. I don't think there's a lot. I think there's more about planning and setting goals and what to do and how to go about that. I want to focus on why, what happens when you fall off the track and what can be done about getting back on track and keeping things within, keeping it an inside job. That way, if you're solid in your core on what it is you want and most importantly, why you want it, because that will keep you on track. As long as you have that and the stronger that is, the less power any of these outside forces will have on you and a greater chance of success. Okay, so uh, for a takeaway, if anything I've said made any sense, I think you can translate what I'm talking about. If you have a completely different goal, maybe you want to learn how to make websites for people. Maybe you want to uh, be a guitar teacher. Who knows what it is, whatever it is that you want to do. Hopefully my example of my process will somehow inform or influence or inspire you to figure out your process. So think of your goal. Think of why you want to get real clear on why you want this thing, why this method of getting this thing is better than perhaps a different method. Have a definite plan of action with steps to follow. And then as you work the plan, reevaluate. Not too early. Don't go too harsh on yourself. Don't judge too critically, but honestly take a look and have that be part of the process. You're not going to just figure out what it is I want to do and figure out how to do it. And every step of the way is going to get you there without any trouble. Often it's a process of discovery. It is the doing of the thing that will teach you just as much, if not more than however detailed or clear or how much you can plan something before venturing off. That's very, very important, but you have to step out and you have to step into the arena. And sometimes everything changes once you get out there, but you have at least a starting point and then you can adapt and evolve and refine your process and keep your goal and why you want to do something like this in your life 
in mind. Keep it in your heart. Stay true to it, and you'll see your way through with it. Okay? Well, that's it, and I'll see you next time here on Living the Inner Life.